0: to create a space if there are any comments on your experience today overall. Or comments, questions about what arises from this context, where in this room we're in a rather different territory, different domain than when we're discussing these verbal teachings. So we're in somewhat different territory. Any questions or comments arising from this territory? Yes.
1: You mentioned subtle body energy, heart and mind energy. Are these the same or different? What is the heart energy?
0: What heart energy is, is to do with... um, interest. It's to do with... um, Volition Directive I want to go for that I'm interested, I'm excited I'm engaged, I'm interested Mm -hmm. I'm agitated I'm deeply concerned, I'm offended I'm repelled, I'm disgusted (laughs) That's all That's heart stuff It's all Chitta Sankara Chitta Sankara Formulations that arise from citta, when citta is formulating. That's these are the kind of positive and negative formations that it generates. It can also give up sankhara. Then its primary condition of reflective wisdom, reflective knowing comes to the fore Uh, now, I'm using the word heart because it's simple like any simple term, it's kind of a little bit too simple (laughs) it gives us some access to it as we know heart operates different from logical mind, intellect different modes, it's filled with feeling and energies, movement feeling, stimulation lack of it, hunger uh, contentment Mm -hmm. so it's very primarily, it's it's also where our primary sense of self is established I am I'm here it's happening to me the mind adds the details of that formation. The names and the judgments and the assessments adds the details
1: of
0: it. Mm. Chitta fabricates the aggregates, perceptions. Mm feeling, sensitivity effectiveness being effective that's the that's Vedana and often Vedana feeling is described in terms of the tonalities of pleasure agreeable disagreeable so forth that's true and at a deeper level another level Vedana is just that feeling energy shifting energy shifting triggering energy shifting there's a shift that felt pleasant but uh, the interesting thing is the shift occurs before the pleasure or the pain and then oh wow that's uncomfortable and the shift of energy is the more primary foundation for Vedana we know something's happened because something shifted and then that was unpleasant and, uh, and it's quite um, interesting how the pleasant and unpleasant can can shift themselves you know. You go for this thrilling escapade, you know, you go on a helter skelter or white water rafting or something like that. It's, you know, first sense of, oh well, I'm frightened, and then, oh, that's great, exhilarating. You know, it, it shifts from unpleasant to pleasant, you know, in a, in a, in a second. Because the the kind of, but the shift definitely occurs, and the pleasure and pain come just the, I don't know, tiny moment after so that's, uh, that's the primary um, what gets triggered is jitter. it jitters it's an energy form that shivers, resonates um, what is it triggered by? sights Sounds? Not quite. Not exactly. The jitta doesn't doesn't actually connect to the only sense it connects to is the mind or the body. Mm -hmm. So you can get you know bodily reflex can cause the jitta to agitate. Sickness, bodily sickness, can affect jhita. Primarily, the most um, powerful uh, input is mind. So the mind see we, we see something, the mind interprets it, and then I feel horrified. <laughs> and so the mind drops a perception into the chitta and the chitta comes up, in the feeling. And the feeling establishes and solidifies that perception. So it's dark, it's lighting's poor, there's a curly shape on the floor. We walk in, there's a curly shape on the floor. Oh, ding ding, curly shape, mind, perception, snake shock, horror, quick, get me out of here switch the light on oh, it's only—it's a a rope end of that you know that one or is it a snake pretending to be a rope? (laughs) 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 or maybe it's a homeless snake that's seeking company (laughs) trying to be affectionate (laughs) you know so you get this triggering reaction that throws something in, and then chitta shivers, and and then goes into the, the feeling, and then the the activation, the volition, get me out of here.
1: Somebody asks, how do you heal the chitta?
0: That's what body's for. Apart from anything else, that's one of the primary healers, because with chitta, shocked by perceptions. Affected by perceptions, mesmerised by perceptions, seduced by perceptions, hoodwinked, staggering around, confused. Body says, "Here, here I am. Here, stability. Here, you can rely upon this presence. No, kidding. Mm-hmm. Right, I and mean, then just stay with this. <laughs> right." and then stay with it, now look at those things that when you're staying in this domain now review those sources, those perceptions that agitated you right? Mm-hmm. Right? so don't just avoid, also get to the safe place and then look back if you like, at those things that are horrified or shocked or seduced you just the perception Or, oh, that perception really—you begin to be able to explore why that, why that is so frightening, or so, you know, so it affects you. So the first thing we need to know in order to heal is where's the safe place safe place, the reliable place then the energies of the subtle body will protect the chitta. they will soothe it and gladden it that's the principle of samadhi still, we need to from that safe place where the citta feels temporarily because it's a very mobile form there's no, no form at all, it's just constant mobility of energy in a certain location, like a whirlpool it seems like a form, but it's actually a constant dynamic it can f- change very quickly so yeah, here I'm feeling really comfortable, steady, solid, no problem let's look back at that (laughs) you know this is where the process of insight is to kind of begin to defang some of these triggering perceptions maybe occurring which it isn't just liberated through samadhi it's liberated through wisdom discerning that which was you know say, a painful memory, for example a memory about myself, or a painful recognition of some uncomfortable psychologies that I've got out of now because I'm in this pretty steady state and in certain situations trigger those psychologies I'm an inferior person when I'm in a group of people, for example now I can review that actually Right now that's not something that's happened that that's an old message being brought in. Something retrieves that old message from the files and loads it. That's an old message. So you see that the okay. Do you need to pick it up again? what is it that Moose was picking up the old message about myself because we're addicted to ourselves well let's pick up the old message which 15 years ago, 5 years ago yep, yeah. yeah, that's where the message came and because the just never recovered from that when it sees anything that reminds it of that it goes into the same contracted state we see things that remind us of that afflictive experience so that it goes into the same contracted state you know, is it possible to reframe review this in the here and now so we often enter some of our touchy territories don't you know And uh, holding jitta steadily in that collected state, reviewing the perceptions that and uh, triggered it, and that's uh, that's that's how these things wear out, because uh, okay, the law of karma, the law of cause and effect, is. Once something's been triggered there's going to be an effect. When we see something we get affected. But having been affected, we don't have to re generate the same cause. In other words, that's a painful memory, feel the pain. Feel the feeling. Be feel with the feeling. Feel the feeling, the energy of feeling. Feelings, a shift of energy feel that shifting, that contracting, that tightening that agitating feel it in the body whole body then absorbs that feeling that shift of energy and discharges it okay. if we do that repeatedly we are draining the potency of certain memories or messages, life messages to affect us because it's the feeling not the message but the feeling that the message generates that make sense to you and feeling generally unpleasant feeling but read more significantly, the energetic shift into defensiveness or closing down. And then around that shift, there's something wrong with it. No, no, let's go back just to the shift self. Feel the shift of energy. Now, you feel that energy. Okay, there it is, a contracted state. Expanding your awareness over the contracted state, whole body, feet, space around you. this just doesn't happen that quickly incidentally
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> keep going because yeah. it just you don't go back to the words or the message just go to stay with the feeling until the energy of the feeling has like a wave which peaks and subsides and using the body to provide the channel for that energy to subside you know. And if we do that, cultivating that steadily, gradually, incrementally, as best we can, with some of our triggering points, they lose their punch. So, you know, eventually you get the same message, and it just says, don't believe it. It's finished. Nothing shifts. That's possible. Even though the message may still come, <laughs> you don't pick up the message. Message comes less often. Message doesn't doesn't come. Don't get the message of what you are, what you. Right, that's the. Uh, so that's called the uh, relinquishment of this what's called upadi. Upadi means these foundational. Um, places where we get gripped we get seized we get activated and they're, they're reflexes, they're not suddenly choose to, they're reflexes so you've got these kind of residues residues, karmic residues it's true that event happened but it no longer has any heat in it it no longer activates, the residue has been drained yeah. this is the deathless it turns the citta towards the deathless thus this is sublime, this is peaceful the stilling of sankharas yeah. the relinquishment of residues and acquisitions detachment, dispassion destruction of craving cessation, nibbāna yeah. So, you know, that, that sense of the, the sankara is that volitional push. Just stay with that. It's not, you know, being able to manage that energetic thrust that throws us into emotional cascades. Okay, just be with that. Let's just kind of hold that steady in the body, stilling it. That's the samadhi principle. you don't eliminate, you still the sankhāras so they're no longer thrusting and flashing, throwing us around, and coming into those residual memories, patterns, programs that uh, pop up. And from that stilled place, they're not getting more sankharas, more volitional tendencies, more reactions jumping out of them. The energy begins to drain, and that's that's the process. The process of Liberation um, is like that. That's the process of it. The practices, can we can say the practices are like this. Process is like that. Whether you're doing anapanasati, metta bhavana, whatever you're doing, that, that's, that's, your, that's your techniques. But the process, <laughs> that's the main thing.
1: Another question? independent arising, is there a link where you can catch it more easily?
0: Yeah. Classically speaking, the weakest links in that whole dependent arising is feeling to craving. It's possible to feel things and not have the craving or the craving to annihilate. The other one is between craving and clinging. You get some craving and then okay, release release the object, it's release the sense of being addicted, pathetic, so and so, so and so. Just release all that. <laughs> <laughs> so those those are the weakest links. And um, uh, like any when you see something that's kind of like a web or a weave, quite a complex weave. Any link that you're able to any you know breakage or disconnect, you can, will affect the whole weave mm. of it. Loosens the whole weave. Mm. So, those are helpful points to, to focus on. Mm. 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 But those are kind of maybe breakthrough moments that we can can um, accomplish. You know, okay, there's mm. the feeling, of the, and then put, let go of the craving for it. Mm. Yeah. The long term, <laughs> you know, what's more uh, profound is to change the or the old operating system to change. That's really big. So I was thinking of starting where where it was accessible. It was. Accessible, yeah. accessible. You could depend on origination in terms, perhaps well, I can see it in certain ways the first few links are really about just the basic operating system and then you get what it does once you come into Nama Rupa Salayatana you get, this is what it does it presents this or this kind of lively frisky stuff moving around, this is the dynamic and then we get to the Tanha Upadana and this is who it creates (laughs) (laughs) It kind of solidifies and creates this person at the end of it, <laughs> and that person naturally <laughs> kind of uses the same operating system. So that's the way it kind of turns around. And so, with uh, you know, access practice, you're working on tanha, and then more deeper realizations in working on. Things like perceptions, um, how perceptions affect you, working on sankharas, that's energetic formations, conditioning forces, self programs, you know, ideas about oneself, self structuring, this kind of in depth stuff. But, um, you know, the, the, the pointy and the bits, is, it's uh, certainly with breaking between feeling and craving. That's, that's transformative in itself. very, very empowering.
1: By bringing some acceptance to that craving or that aversion feeling, in my experience, it doesn't normally stop, but reveals it more and allows it to be, and I can respond to it.
0: Technically, that would be called the stilling of Sankhara. Acceptance is definitely a stilling of Sankhara, because we're not you know, what going I do about this and just things like that so that means that volitional twitch, or that runaway, that's that not, we're not absent either, we're present but that's stilling a volitional activation allows us to enter or touch into something that we didn't really want to know about and feel because it's uncomfortable yeah. but Whatever allows us to to the courage, the faith, the resources to steal those sankaras, that remains. And that's what does the healing. Yeah. You know, it's the wholeness that does the healing. What does it take to hold? First of all the faith, because this is not something I feel absolutely it's not guaranteed, but I'm gonna it's faith. Right? There's some energy. Let's do this, uh, work with this. There's some mindfulness. Right? So, those are potent factors. They're not just ideas, they are also conditions that have potential, potency. With that, probably comes, uh, with mindfulness becomes sense of dispassion. Right? Okay, it's like this now, and that opens. The door for the heart to be compassionate rather than reactive. So, you know, really, there's a kind of a sequential fulfilling of these factors. None of it's willed. So, just you see these images that some use occasionally in suttas where the Buddha talks about just as a, you know rain comes down, lands on the mountain flows into a gully becomes a stream, trickles, becomes a river becomes a lake, becomes the ocean so these factors, these enlightenment factors these powerful factors as they, as they descend they gradually swell and fill and potency so the potency continues you know, and it's the, the richness of the, those dharma potentials as it, as it flows into the heart takes takes away the dent of ignorance or the, the, the tearing of the subtle skin of the chitta. you know, she's got a subtle energetic skin so it hey, ok, there you are yeah. there you are, you're whole, you're not broken so, time to let all that settle whatever's been useful for today probably not all of it but <laughs> some of it has been useful um, so find the bit that's meaningful and useful for, for you for now the rest of it you can put on a shelf somewhere get back to it later so end of the day just take what's useful linger with it in the heart and uh,
1: let it sit there and do its work